I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Press and the Secret 2. I am joined by Human Ray of Sunshine, Charlotte Greedy. Um, Charlotte, I'm still obsessed with your headphones. <laughs> I've already got a big head and they make my head look even bigger I don't right mate so when I was doing like my obligatory Instagram stalk before we started the pod I stumbled across the picture of you eight and the boys were like you're a, are you a leak are you dressed as a leak oh, I was a leak we were we were in a Wales rugby game and Harriet was a daffodil yeah, and, the kids and the boys were dragons. dragons yeah yeah, yeah. That's just I, I, a typical day with us. Dan, but I actually, so this, the reason I prompted that train of thought is because your head looks tiny in that leak. I feel like you have a tiny I'm going to start wearing it. I'm going to have to wear it every day now because you said that. <laughs> Harriet's, got, Harriet's got a head like this and I've got a head like this. So when we're in pictures and I've always got to hold the camera, so her head looks like this and mine's like this, I'm going to start wearing the leak <laughs> day to day if my head looks small in it. <laughs> Honestly, mate, it looks fucking tiny. <laughs> um, I want to go right back to the start. So you like first hit headlines and became essentially like the you know the term viral. You first became that when you managed to like transform your home on a shoestring budget of five grand. Um, did you know it was gonna? Did you think I'm doing something sick here? This is gonna explode? Or were you just like, I need to do this for me? Like, what was your thought process? Yeah, no. So I um I moved into my old house, which was Miss Greedy's home. I still class that as Miss Greedy's home. I miss it so much. Um, it was my little council house. I moved in with the kids. It was my fresh start away from not a very nice relationship. Yeah. And I literally left with like nothing with the kids and thought. I've got to make this look, I've got to make this a home. It was a shit tip. It had like bongs in the outhouse and stuff. The carpets were like full of fleas. And I said, I need to do something like now because the kids are coming back this weekend and I've got like three days to sort it so that it doesn't look like this. So Harriet was in my life at the time. We weren't fully together. Um, We were really good friends. And she said, why don't you start your Instagram? Um, Because I've always said I wanted to do one. And she said, why don't you start on Instagram? And like, just, you can do like a little journey. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. So I started it from then. And then started ripping stuff out and started to do stuff. Started to try and do things as cheap as possible. Um, And it just went mad. And the first time it proper flew, I think, was when I went on my stories. I definitely had a wine standard. Um, (laughs) I went on there one night and I was chatting and people were like, oh, I love your energy. I love how positive you are. I love what you're doing. And then it just started, it just started growing and I started to enjoy it. And 
I start, I got to like 10,000, then 20, then 30. And little did I know then that you could make money on Instagram. I was just doing it because it was so much fun. And I was like, my God, this is so fun. Um, so yeah, it was like kind of an accidental thing, but a journey I wanted to keep for myself. And now it's a journey with shitloads of people that haven't realized how much they've helped me on my own journey. So yeah, it's, it's nice. Oh, do you know what, mate? Like, just this, when I listen to your talk, you're such a happy, bubbly person anyway. You just radiate good <laughs> energy. But when you talk about your Instagram, you really light up. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Even with the bad stuff, I love I love it so much. I've wrote, I've wrote my book as well. I've said about if I didn't have my Instagram followers through, like, my own shit. Because I started my Instagram in probably one of the worst places of my entire life. Try to like hide all that at the start and make it positive for myself and for other people. And then gradually as I've gone through and I've started to open up a little bit more, people have helped me so much. So mm. you're always going to get the bad, aren't you? But everything good about my Instagram, like, as, yeah, they've all definitely saved me in different ways, 100%. I always say that like I've literally just been a guest on someone else's podcast it's been a big old podcast day for me um I like yeah I, I Milo is fuming about it he will get his, <laughs> he will get his second wall through. but yeah I am um, I said like I know there's downsides to Instagram like even just last night on my home account I had a cup uh, I had a little bit of a disagreement with some people who were just being so rude and I know there are slight downsides and stuff but you're right. Like I do think predominantly the goods out, like the the positives outweigh the yeah. bad. Like I know when not that long ago I found it was actually start of this year. I found I was having a terrible time with my periods, Shaw. Just the worst pain. Yeah. And I was honestly being led to believe by doctors that I was just a fanny, that every woman went through this yeah. pain and I was just being dramatic. And it took me like going private and sort of really like ins- insisting I needed a scan to find out like I had I had a cyst the size of a tennis ball on one of my ovaries and that's what it was. Yeah. And, like you know doctors have to cover their backs and everything and I'm I'm not close. Yeah, so and he was like, they had to put the fear of God in us in a way and sort of say it, it can make it really difficult for people to conceive naturally when you've got these. Mm-hmm. And I just was dead open on my Instagram and I discussed this with like, you know, and I said like, I know you're all interested in your periods and your fertility journey to talk about yeah. that. And, like, and so many women came forward and were like, Vicky, I've got a 10-inch cyst on one of my ovaries and I've got two healthy boys. And yeah. I wept with complete like, I could cry again thinking about it, but it does. Just, it makes you feel, you feel so, so much better knowing and like you're not on you're your not own. the only one. Yeah, yes. I said that, and I, I said I, another another touchdown on that when you were saying you talked about stuff. Yeah. I found when I started to talk about things that, like you said, there's so many people in the same situation yeah. as you, and you can feel so alone and so scared. And there's so many. And then when you get that bad comment, it does not like it's not even relevant. It doesn't mean anything because there is thousands of other people who are either one in your same situation or are gonna help you through it and be nice to you off the like off their own back and they don't even actually know you. But yeah, you are right. You do if you share things on Instagram and you get bad stuff, you've got to kind of just let that go of you because the good always outweighs the bad, as they say. <laughs> I'm working really hard at the moment to be less reactive. That's me currently. I goal. try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I had, I had um, Roxanne, you know, lad baby man. Yeah, I love her so much. She's honestly fucking She's class. so lovely. I get, so like I can see why you've both made such huge successes from your Instagram because you're both just absolutely beautiful people. But yeah, she, um, and she said to me like, oh, I, I just leave them I just block them you know I'm, she's amazing she's so, and I was like she is. oh I want to be like you when I grow up I know because I'm so, 
it and it's something it's not it's nothing to do with Jodie Shaw it's nothing to, it's who I am as a person yeah. I am reactive you know and as I've got older I've got loads better and realized not every situation needs a dramatic reaction yeah but still I, there's something about it that irritates my sensibilities that as a person as an adult you will sit and follow someone and I know and go on to something that is personal and private and important to them and be nasty. Yeah. Like, it, it beggars belief to me. And that's when I bite, you know? I'm like you. I see it in two different ways as well, though. So Roxanne messaged me. She WhatsApp me when I had a massive breakdown a few months ago on there. Um, and I came off it for about two or three weeks. And she said, you've got to realize that like you're way better than this you do not need to react to anybody like that like this is your life and it doesn't matter what they're saying and they're in fake accounts blah 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 so I've learned to do that but I still do what you do I react but I only react in you know when you have a really shit day and then yeah. you see these hundreds of messages and you have this one asshole I also find it really wrong that you can't out them so if, as soon as you out someone or you tag their name you're then called um you're then called a troll you're like you're setting all your army on them well don't fucking be a knob like, oh, you don't get so to do that to me, I and then me not be able to do time. it to you. I and do then it every time. management will mess with me and say, oh, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, fucking, it's just so hard, isn't it? But I said, I said a few months ago, it's really hard for people like us, Vic. We have got, we make money um, living a life we love, and people don't like it. Some people won't like it, and that's yeah. that's fine. That's up to them. Um when they call you fat or they call you ugly or they used to say my teeth are too, my, my teeth are goofy and stuff or she's put weight on, she's doing this, she's doing that. You haven't got a HR, you haven't got someone you mm. can go to and say, I'm being harassed. If someone walked into Tesco and went up to a cashier on a, um, a cash point yeah. and said, oh, you're fat and that and walked into them every day and kept them, it's harassment but yeah. we get told to grow a thicker skin. I don't want to grow a fucking thicker skin. I don't want to, I don't want to. I like my thin skin. <laughs> I like it. I like crying. I like being sensitive but I don't want to be picked on no I know and yeah I just think it's such a fucked up industry with stuff like that and I like I agree with everything you've said and like honestly I am so that is why I am working really hard because I'd love to be sort of one of these do you know like Rosh like she's just so like very calm about it oh let them like they're having a bad day they're a bad person Stacey's like it yeah oh she's amazing at it so much still to learn and I don't know if I'll ever learn it mate but I am no. working really hard on being less reactive because these people they don't deserve my peace no they don't nah um but babe like of all that aside it does seem as though your career and everything is going from strength to strength I know you've got your gorgeous collection within the style congratulations oh I know I love them so much thank you babe you're welcome and you've worked so it, you're Obviously, you've poured your heart and soul into the collection and you have it's very supportive of LGBTQ and everything else as well. You yes. even gave a portion of your proceeds to charity, is that right? Yeah, so the Pride collection within the style was for charity. I've got a really important one coming up in January as well. Obviously, obviously I get paid to do collections, but there, there's a certain one in January where I'm not taking any money and it's all going to go towards a men's mental health charity. So I've got that up in the, in the um, pipeline as well. Yeah. I just think, you know, I never expected to earn much money in my whole life. Like I've always thought I'll never have much. And obviously I earn quite a nice amount of money with collabs I do and stuff. And I just think I am actually not one of those people that is desperate to like be a millionaire or anything so if I've got enough money and I'm happy with what I've got there shouldn't be a reason then why I can't then do like things and make money for charity because 
when you've got a platform, it's nice to use it in a positive way for other things as well. So yeah, I've got yeah, I've got some good things coming up for that in January as well. Well, congratulations, babe. And you know, like I feel like exactly the same thing. For me, if you are lucky enough to have a platform, be doing well, or whatever it is, you know, I think there is a real responsibility to pay that forward. Yeah. To not only like help other people up who are wanting to do something, but also help out charities, help out like causes that you love and stuff. So much to Urkan's disgust, I am (laughs) dragging him on a 26 mile trek for Alzheimer's on site. Oh, I love it. I think my auntie's doing that one. Is it with, did you get like a t-shirt in the post and stuff? Blue and green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, auntie, my auntie said she signed up for it when she was drunk and she was like, I've got, I've got to do it on my own. I was like, well, I would have done it with you if you told me. Oh, bless, honestly, well, she could do it with me because I think her can's going to bottle it right at the last minute. <laughs> We're doing it around Stonehenge and I'm like, it's so beautiful. It's this yeah, it's be like, I don't fucking care. It's 26 miles. <laughs> yeah, that's far. That's, is that a marathon? It's a marathon in a day, yes. Yeah, so we're starting at like 7 a.m. Yeah. And we are, It's we've done one, we did one a couple of years ago, but actually we did it in lockdown. Yeah. And it was like, you know, when sort of things were starting to ease and we did it for yeah. the hygiene bank. So I think everyone was just absolutely buzzing to be out and about really. Yeah. But like now, of course, we're not in lockdown. Everyone yeah. is always out and about. And Urkan's less than pleased that <laughs> I've signed us up. It's to so myself. far. Me and Harry yeah. did um walked a marathon in a day once and now I wish I did it for charity because it was absolutely like it was painful we walked yeah. from you don't know where I live obviously we walked from where we live in Ponaclean to Ponty which was yeah there and back it worked out as 26 miles we got to Ponty this place yeah our hips were hurting so yeah. bad we got can no we got bottles of Stella and we got pissed on the way back <laughs> it was so fun but I said me and I did it to try and like be healthy uh-huh. all that hurt the next day were my bones none of my muscles hurt I felt like I needed two hip replacements so I don't think I'll do that again so you do that on your own <laughs> well I've signed up as well oh my god here I go with my I commit to everything you say like I do I'm very I feel so lucky to have the to be like, living the life I've got yeah. that whenever anybody asks us to do anything charity yeah. I'm like oh yeah definitely paid for so I fucking signed up to track the Sahara Desert as well. Oh my god, that's going to be so fun, though. A hundred, oh, that's a hundred k. I think that's a lot. Yeah, so I a oh, hundred miles. I don't know. I can't remember. It's, yeah, so I sort of see this is a bit of a warm up. So yeah, pray for my old bones. I'm thirty five yeah. this year. Whoa. You'll be having two hip replacements next year now. Let me still get married 2026. I'll put it off on my hip. <laughs> Uh, me, before I let you go, I wanted to ask a little bit about your fantastic new book, which I'm assuming is why you've been so busy. Yes, I have. Oh, this is the holding cover. Oh, I love how they do this, though, because the book's just empty. So you go on and go, ah, oh, look, and it's, <laughs> it's just empty. Um, yeah, you do. It still makes me giggle. I When, when I had, like, um, what are the people called that... What are they called? They're going to punch me for saying this. Yes, when the publishers were all like trying to fight for me, I was was weak laughing. I was like, this is not normal. I said, this is weird because I'm not... I'm only on Instagram. Like I'm just an Instagrammer. I'm not, I'm not a celebrity. I'm nothing. I'm not, I'm not on TV or anything. So when I was being fought for to write a book, I just can't believe it. So no, it does, it does blow my mind now that I've done it. I hope it's going to help loads of people. That's all I care about. And tell me a little bit about what's in it. I mean, obviously that one has nothing, but tell me. This is, this is um, my book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I wanted to do a positive book for New Year. I always said, I've always said on my Instagram, every 
every January I struggle. I always get depressed in January. It's the worst month for me. I think everyone tries to do like um, New Year's resolutions and stuff. 90% of people definitely fail. I always try and not drink. I try to diet. I try and stick to doing 26K a day or something like that. And I never <laughs> stick to them. And it gets yeah. me depressed. So I want, I've always said if I ever brought a book out, I'd want it to be to help people in January, which is when it's going to come out, um, to help people in January to give themselves a little bit more instead of feeling like they have to do stuff for other people or do something for themselves for other people. So I've wrote some really good life lessons in there. I've had a few <laughs> in my 30 years. Um, I wrote a, a fair good life, few life lessons in there. There's some really nice positive tips and stuff. There's some nice pages people can doodle on and stuff to get them involved and stuff. There's a little some bit really good yeah, and there's some really good stories in there that I've never really shared, which are going to be, like, quite tear-jerkers for people. So, yeah, it's like my life lessons, and I'm hoping that my life lessons will teach other people not to do my stupid life lessons, and they can dodge them life lessons and then go on a different life lesson on their own without doing them, and they'll be breezy. <laughs> you know what, though? I always think, and, like, I say this a lot, because my book the secret to happy is very similar yeah. like I tried to read I tried to I've tried to read so many self-help books over the years and I can't yeah, yeah. I can't I feel like this doesn't appear this doesn't like this doesn't appear they're all quite me. like preachy They're yeah, so righteous. it's from people who are perfect I know. like I will find like I've looked at like books with self-care or like trying to steer someone into the right direction in life and it's like oh I want you to go in this direction but I'm a millionaire and I've got 12 kids who are all perfect and I've got a husband and I've got loads of money and I've got four perfect dogs and I've got no mortgage <laughs> and it's perfect. And yeah. like they've had, nothing's happened in their childhoods yeah. and I've, I just can't relate to them. I, I think know. so many people are relate to it. Mine's really scatty. Like, oh my God, my whole life has been, <laughs> I could do, I could do, I could do, um, what's the, what's the one with the, where you do a movie? This is your life. I could do a This Is My Life in a movie. It'd be top seller, mate, I'm telling you. But that's so much thing. drama. I think people relate to yeah. normality. They relate yeah. to struggle and highs and lows. And I honest, I always say, if I was at a dinner party, like, I don't want to be sitting next to Mrs. Perfect, who has, yeah. like, milk and honey baths every day, and I've, yeah. nanny's teaching our kids Latin, like, fuck off. Yeah. I want to be sat next to Charlotte Greedy. Oh, that is cute. Thanks, Vic. I always say, I always say to Harriet, when I speak about you, and I was speaking about coming on here, you are, like, you're huge. Like, you might not think you're huge, but you're a huge deal to me. But you're so normal, and I think that's why. And I think that's why I enjoy watching you, because you are... A normal person. I say this about Stacey. Like people say to me, "Oh my God, you're friends with Stacey Solomon, right?" Yeah, but I don't see her like that now. I just see her as Stacey. She's such a normal person. She's huge, but she's just so normal. And it's like you, you just you're just normal, and you show normal things, and that's nice. And I don't think many people who are as big as you do that enough. So yeah, it's nice to have some normal people writing books you about are. normal things. Yeah, and I think like honestly, there's been such a by the way, you're fucking lush. Um, but there's been such a shift. And I think it's post-pandemic, post-lockdown. Like Definitely. People are a bit done with the bullshit. Like, yeah. they want real. And I, yeah. I think that's why people like you are just going to continue to be so successful and do so well. And I know I'm really excited to read your book. Oh, thanks, babe. I think lockdown helped me, actually. Lockdown, yeah. I, I I grew loads in lockdown, follower-wise. Because mm. um, I was trying to keep everyone up beating stuff because I was having a breakdown. I was putting weight on. I was drinking every day from 10 a.m. I was having dinner for breakfast, breakfast for dinner. Like, everything was a fucking mess. I was, <laughs> we were, we were brinnering all day, you know? And I was just showing everything normal, but I was trying to keep everyone up beat. And that's when my Instagram 
turned a little bit and that's when I started to post more about me instead of the house and I've really struggled actually since yeah post lock it's post lockdown now yeah, yeah. <laughs> post since post lockdown I've stopped I've stopped trying to make my house look so pristine for everyone because yeah. it's not it's a load of shit you do the picture there the shit's all behind you fact <laughs> and I've started to just do a bit more of real life and people doing people do enjoy it more definitely Oh, but then, you know, that's it. Insta versus reality, always a win for me because yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with like taking a gorgeous picture, whether it's of you, whether it's of your house, whether it's of your kids, as long as you can see plenty of other you reality. That's my favourite <laughs> reel in the whole world. It's just, it's just, it is, it's true, isn't it? Show oh. how beautiful I look here, but also show how beautiful I look here when they're down here. Yeah, you've got to make, everybody has got one saggy tit. You've got a short yeah. every once in a while. I've got two. <laughs> Neither of mine are perky, but lefty. Actually, I think I've got four, gonna... actually. I've got two under my armpits that like that conjoin to my back fat. <laughs> Honestly, girl, you look gorgeous to me. Before I let you go, because I know you're incredibly busy, um, here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a pearl of wisdom, whatever it may be. Um, and I feel like you're so beautifully authentic and unapologetically yourself I'm oh, sure you. oh, you're welcome it's true I'm sure everybody would like to know what your secret is to just doing you I think my secret to doing me which again is going to be in my book is I try not to be like anybody else you've just got to be yourself if you're loud be loud if you're quiet be quiet don't feel like you need to be loud to fit in the crowd there's, there's no need if you've got something weird like cat ear headphones show them you don't need to hide stuff like that like I play Fortnite. tell everyone I just think if you, you can never go wrong in life if you always be true to yourself even if you feel like there's a world out there that's trying to make you be someone else so stick to you be like I said be loud if you're loud be quiet if you're quiet be weird, be wonderful. And yeah, don't let anybody change you because you feel like you should change for everybody else to fit in. Don't fit in. I'm, I call myself the popular loner. I've got like three friends, but I've got loads of friends on Instagram. So I'm, I'm a popular loner and I don't care because I'm weird and wonderful. <laughs> but that's it. You really are wonderful, mate. Thank you so much for being an incredible Thank you, babes. And good luck with everything. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, guys, that was the beyond wonderful Miss Charlotte Greedy. Um, I'm so lucky to get all the gorgeous guests that we always get here at Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I always say that. And we're so lucky to have you guys as well. Big shout out to my lovely listeners. Look, every so often someone comes along, a guest, and they just inspire me, you know, in one way or another. And Charlotte was just like such a beautiful ray of sunshine. She made me want to be more grateful, more happy, more positive. And I hope you took away something similar from that. She really is um, both beautiful inside and out. <laughs> um, if you love the F, make sure you're following her. Um, and also keep your eyes peeled on her Instagram for her book coming out. I believe she said it was January. Anyway, if you are loving Vicky Patterson The Secret too, then please do all of the podcasty things. Tell your friends, leave a review. And the newest one I'm telling everyone to do is subscribe. Don't forget about our YouTube channel. Um, have a great week, everybody.